Let's face it, guys. Many companies have cool products or services, hip and modern offices, and if you're lucky, even great locations. But really good companies have all that, and then they also have good people and good company culture. So the question is, how do you find employers with good people and good company culture so you can actually hang there for a while and create the career you deserve? Well, I'm going to talk to you about that in this podcast. When it comes to looking for a new job, do you find yourself just itching to take whatever you can get? Have you convinced yourself that it is impossible to know if you truly like a company until you actually start working there? Look, guys, if you're guilty of that, then you're not alone. Many of my career coaching clients approach their job search the same way. And that's the reason why tons of these clients that I have end up in jobs that they don't like. But it's not because it's impossible to find a company that you'll enjoy to work with. It's because you likely don't know how to find it. You don't have to wait until your first day to know if you love your job. That's what I always tell all my clients. If you want to change that, then working for a company with good people and good company culture is one of the main things you must start paying attention to before you accept an offer or before you even apply for a job. The short version of what I'm trying to say here is... Company culture is the personality of a company. It's the work environment, it's the values, it's the missions and the goals and the behaviors of the leaders and particularly of the people that you're going to work with in that company. It's how employees and leaders interact or don't interact. The best company for you is a company that aligns with your own values, with your own goals, with your own behaviors and with your work style. Hello, friends and fans, wherever you are, I hope you're well and in good spirit. As usual, my name is Uli Shield, aka Mr. Kuretik, and in this podcast, I'm going to tell you about the three key steps you can take to increase your chances of finding the best company with good people and with good culture, a company for you in 2023, so you can get the jobs you deserve. So to get started, maybe take a deep breath, uh, sit back or close your eyes, whatever you fancy. And let's get started with what I call step one, the triple A. It stands for assess, align and act ruthless. So the first part of this first step is you need to assess your current company culture. Before you can find the best company for you, the first step that I always tell my clients is to actually get clear on the type of company culture that fits your very personal needs. The easiest way to do that is actually to think about what you're missing right now in your current company. Maybe there isn't much diversity and inclusion at the company that you're currently working for and you'd like to work around more people of color. Or maybe 
working cross-departmentally is the norm at your company and you'd rather work at a company where you'd be able to interact with different teams more frequently. Or maybe the people at your company are way too competitive and you'd rather work at a company where everyone is working together to achieve a common goal. Or the other side of the spectrum, maybe your company is way, way, way too collaborative and you'd prefer more autonomy and the ability to work independently. That, for example, is how I like to work. I don't really enjoy to work for companies with all that yoga babble, if you know what I mean. This isn't a never-ending list. It's not an exhaustive list, but these are the type of things you want to consider when you think about the type of company culture that would really truly best fit your needs and your potential personal goals. But guys, don't just focus on the things that are missing at your current company. Evaluate the qualities you do enjoy and would like to have in your next company to ensure you have a full picture of the most important things you need to thrive in your next role. Okay, so now you're done with assessing. Next step is you need to work on the alignment. What I mean with that is you need to find the companies or the company that aligns with you. When you search for new positions, most people actually do that. Most people just read job descriptions and think, I can make it work. And then they fire away at applying. I have clients who apply for up to 200 jobs in just you know under two months. Or they hear about company openings from recruiters and immediately start thinking about how they can go after that role. But instead, before you even apply, you should stop and you should start to think, is this the right fit for me? That's what aligning is all about. There are lots of ways, there are various ways to determine if a company is actually right for you before you even apply. Look, guys, you can never be 100% certain that the company is right for you. Let's face that. That's just what it is. But you can definitely eliminate a lot of things the company doesn't have and you can definitely eliminate the companies that aren't aligned with you. Do your research by checking the company website and by reading between the lines or do your research to Google the company and other things. Look at their about page, their team page, their career page. Check LinkedIn to discover what you can or cannot find out about people who work there. That's what I uh, prefer the most. I actually look at uh, key people, key leaders, and I try to find out how long they've been there, where they've come from, uh, and often Often, you know, seeing how long people stay in the company uh, tells you a lot about company culture. Also, check the news to see what people are saying about the company. Look at Glassdoor and the company's social media pages. And if you're in Australia and in New Zealand, look at things like uh, the Seek rating or the LinkedIn rating. Pay attention to the things the company talks about and how the company portrays itself in its own website, in its own news releases, and anything that you can find about the company. Connect with people who work there and ask them about their experience. I'm not kidding. That is actually possible. You can actually reach out to people on LinkedIn and say, look, I'm considering to apply for this company. Uh, I noticed that you're doing something similar. Would it be all right if I reach out to you and ask you a couple of questions? 
your goal should be to get a holistic perspective about the company before your first day, before you even apply. And that is what I call find companies that align with you. Oh, and while we're at it, before I forget it, when you research companies or when you apply and when you interview with these companies, you should always, always ask yourself, does it seem like I would enjoy working here? That's also a really important component of finding alignment with that company. So that is the second part of the AAA. And now we're getting to the toughest part of the AAA, actually the biggest A of the three. And that is you need to be ruthless in your job search. I can't tell you how many times uh, new clients tell me that they have applied for hundreds of jobs and never heard anything back or they've applied for multiple jobs and had lots of interviews, but it wasn't what they were looking for. In my view, they weren't ruthless in their job search. What I mean to say with that is that you need to recognize that you are in control of where you go and you should not ignore the signs. Recently, a client told me that now that she realizes the kind of company and culture that she desires, she never would have accepted her current position. Imagine that. You applied for something, you got the job, and you realize that it is the wrong place, it has the wrong company culture. All the signs were there when she walked into her first in-person interview, but she took the job anyway. Guys, don't make that type of mistake interview the company just as much as they are interviewing you. Interviews are not one-way streets. They're, they're working both ways. And really important is, uh, I always tell this to my clients when they ask me to prepare them for uh, interviews, you should also try to trust your gut and don't waste your time on companies you know deep down aren't right for you. So if you have a gut feeling that this is probably not the right company for you, then it is not the right company for you. On the flip side, guys, you should try to be diligent and strategic with showing companies that are right for you that you are right for them. And that obviously happens when you research, when you are ruthless in your job search, when you align what you're doing, but also when you're preparing for the interview and when you're asking the right company questions. So prove to them that you not only can succeed in the role, but also on the team and the team culture and the plans and the projects in the company. Show them that you understand their culture and why it resonated and aligned with you before you applied. This will help them to see before they even hire you that you'll fit right in and that you add value. When I interview candidates, I always tell them at the beginning of the interview that I'm not going to focus too much on the experience uh, or the skills and uh, key responsibilities and achievements because they've already proven that to me. That's why I've invited them to an interview because you can have the best company, the best everything. If you don't fit the company culture, then you're not the right person for me. So I always tell my candidates that I'm going to focus quite a stronger portion on company culture and team fit and company fit. 
Like I said earlier, you can have great locations and products and offices. It all boils down to the right people and the company culture. No company is perfect. We all know that. And every opportunity comes with elements you may or may not fully enjoy. But when you're clear on the most important things that you need to feel fulfilled with at work, and when you know how to look for them, then in my view, from my experience, you'll have a much better chance of transitioning to a company where you love what you do, who you work with, and where you work. And that's called working for a company with good people and good culture. Okay, now step two, figure out a company's culture before you actually work there. It happens all the time. For example, you start a job or an internship only to realize your idea of that company's culture doesn't actually match the reality. Company culture can be elusive to capture since a lot of it is actually unspoken. Culture can include so many things. It can include how people are promoted or not within the company or how ideas are generated, whether or not there's a weekly happy hour. I know it sounds a bit weird, but, you know, I actually enjoy that. Or whether or not employees are empowered to make customers happy and all the intricacies of work-life balance. That's a really big topic now, post-COVID, so many people have really come to the realization that work-life balance is a must-have for future jobs. Companies with small leadership purposefully develop a culture that moves the company goals forward. And companies that value work-life balance have that in their culture. A startup or a new company, for example, that prides itself on, you know, Big keywords is things like innovation, for example, might translate that particular value into a flexible arrangement where the team members or the employees can make their own schedules or take unlimited vacation time to rest and recharge. I see lots and lots of ads like that lately. Or a large organization might have a tradition of taking advantage of the best ideas. Whether they come from the intern or the CEO, it really doesn't matter. Culture can have a different and a direct impact on your career. For example, if you're looking for a job that will help you to accelerate your career development, you'll want to choose a workplace that actually provides plenty of opportunities, not just one or two for professional development and other things. And particularly a company that has a culture that encourages you to take advantage of them. So what I've done for you to actually figure out a company's culture is I've created the Mr. Career Tick Tick List. That's where the name comes from. And this tick list will help you to discover a company's culture before you actually start to apply or before you start on the job. Now, don't worry. It's a really short tick list, only six boxes to tick. Let's get started. Tick box number one, do your research. 
if you want to understand a company culture or a company's culture before you work there, you obviously need to do your research. And the first point in my view is always the company website where you can actually look for clues. For example, what do they say about their own company culture? What are their values? I know uh, a lot of people don't pay a lot of attention to values, but I really think that values tell you a lot about a company's culture. Were they just plonked together by a team leadership or by some senior managers so they have that on their website? Or is there actual culture in those values? And what do they emphasize in terms of work balance, uh, collaboration, and advancements and growth? That's what I call uh, the first step, do your research. Okay, now second tick box, make connections, connect with people. Use networking websites, and one of the best ones in my view is and always will continue until another one pops up, LinkedIn. Use LinkedIn to connect with current and with former employees. And when you do that, keep it professional. And remember, whatever you talk about, it might get back to the hiring manager. So keep it really humble, demonstrate professional humility. So a typical sample snap that I always give to my clients is a sentence like, hi there, my name is such and such. I'm considering an opportunity with your company and I'm hoping to learn more about your experience working there. Would you mind if I ask one or two questions? And then just really keep it to that. That's um, called making a connection. And the worst thing you you can get is no response then try someone else okay tick box number three has a bit more work but it's really not that complicated check the news it's really important that you have an idea about the company uh, are they up to date uh, are they in the news search for the company across platforms and see what's going on there at the moment for example has the company grown recently or are they in trouble? Have there been layoffs or pay cuts or new leadership has been hired or fired? And why have they been hired or fired? Has the company come under scrutiny recently? Uh, guys, if you live in Australia, we just had two of the biggest players uh, here in Australia under immense scrutiny for data breaches. Optus is one and uh, another uh, health insurer is the other one with millions of customers affected. Ask about these events uh, when you interview, when you research these companies. That really is the point of checking the news. Okay, so tick box number four is more kind of for the interview. And that's what I call ask specific questions. So don't ask these run of the mill questions that are always suggested uh, on Dr. Google. What I'm trying to say here is you should dig beyond yes or no answers. And some of the typical sample questions that I give my clients are things like, what does success look like here? And that's, that's a very open question, but it actually uh, challenges the interviewer to give you some uh, culture answers. Uh, another uh, question that you can ask or specific question is, can you give me an example of someone who grew internally with this team or another? Because you want to find out uh, what's actually going on in the team that you're applying for. Or another question is, how does this team make work from home successful? Remember the whole work-life balance question? 
question. Or last example, can you give me an example of how this team successfully handled a major challenge? If the uh, answer from the interviewer has a really long break, then you can tell that he or she is going to make up the answer. But if the answer comes right away, then that's a genuine uh, example of team culture, of successful team culture, of successful teams handling major challenges. Okay, so now checkbox number five is kind of similar to checkbox number four, but it's actually more for the second interview. And that's what I call the consideration of team dynamics. Especially if you apply for big companies, teams can have their own microculture. And what you want to do, especially in a second interview, is you want to pose your questions to the manager or the team leader when it's the right moment, when it's possible uh, at the second interview. Or ask uh, the person you're interviewing with how the team leader feels about policies or things that you have researched about that particular team or that particular department. That's what I call consideration of team dynamics. And that's really, really important because you might find some really good stuff about the company, but you might enter into a department or a team that has unique dynamics. So you want to find out about team dynamics and you want to consider them. And the best way to find out about it is somewhere at the second interview. Okay, so the last one in step two uh, in that tick box list is the inventory. And I call that the know yourself. What you're essentially doing when you get to tick box number six, the know yourself tick box is you're assessing your own needs and your own wants honestly against everything that you have just done. And you figure out how you can do your best work in the best way to see if there is a fit between the company culture and your own goals. They don't necessarily have to be career goals. They can be just goals like you're looking for stability or a more work-life balance or a combination of the two and so on. So what you're doing when you check that know yourself is you're looking at three key things. What keeps you motivated? For example, the chance to be promoted, working collaborative with uh, an effective team, and then what makes you happy on the job. And then very last but not least, what aspects of work-life balance are most important to you so you can get them at this company, so you can get the job you deserve. That's what that tick list is all about. So what do you say? Does all or any of this sound familiar to you? Or do you know someone in your circle of friends or co-workers who is currently looking for a job where better company culture would be the right thing for him or her? If you do share this podcast with them, if you like what you hear here, just follow me. And as always, check out my podcasts on Thursdays. There's more on the topic of job hunting and career change and anything in between. So you've done step one, triple A. You've done step two. You're figuring out whether this is the right company culture for you. Now what you need to do is you need to look at your inventory sheet and check it all one last time. And that's what I call the culture check, the ultimate culture check. 
Company culture guys can make or break your job experience, but it's actually pretty hard to get an accurate feel for a company values, their vibe and everything else without, well, actually working there. So to discover what a company is really like and whether you are going to be a good fit before you actually apply or accept the job, you should use my Mr. Career Tick techniques. That's what I always tell my clients, not only to research the company culture, but especially so you are coming prepared. It's not just about the research, but it's about the coming prepared. And here is what you need in your tick list to come prepared. During an interview, don't just ask, what's it like working here? Ask, what would a newspaper article about your company culture have to include? Another one is go through the company's news, their tweets, their videos, their Facebook posts and the like. That'll give you an idea of what's important to them at the company. That's the real news. We live in an age of social media. And if you can't find anything, tweets, videos, Facebook posts, tw uh, Instas, uh, news and whatsoever, then I would be seriously concerned. Another one that I always tell my clients is the early bird solution. Show up early to the interview and watch how employees actually interact with each other. I always tell my clients to rock up about 10 minutes earlier and sit at the reception. It's amazing the kind of things that you can actually observe when you're early for an interview. The next one is when you talk to employees about company culture note their response time remember my example earlier when i said generally if the answer comes with a big delay then there is in my view a concern so generally the quicker the better and then the next one don't just consult employees you also want to potentially if you can speak with customers suppliers partners and so forth now How do you do that? Well, you actually just look at reviews and the easiest one is Google reviews. What do customers have to say about a company? And if you can't find Google reviews, go on to Glassdoor. If that's not enough, go on to LinkedIn or on to Seek. Then the next one is you should look out for warning signs of a problematic culture. So you can do the helicopter view and then you can do the closer look at a problematic culture, like making a huge deal out of a ping pong table, for example. If that comes up in, a, uh, in an interview three, four times, then that sort of tells me that uh, there's probably not a lot of culture. And then what you develop when you do what I've just described is you'll actually start to learn to read between the lines. For example, promotions that rest on something opening up. So when you see that in the job ad, that actually means you'll probably have to wait for someone to move up or out before you can make a career. And that to me is not really company culture. Oh, and last but not least, this is one of my bonus tips. You can, of course, and don't forget to do that, browse company profiles on the Muse to get an inside peek into what is actually really going on in that company, what it's really like to work at some of these so-called uh, amazing companies. 
Muse is one concept, uh, LinkedIn, Glassdoor, and others. And if you want more insight into how to find out about uh, company profiles or cultures, send me a message, ask me anything. I might be able to give you a few more pointers, but obviously you would have to give me the name of the company and I can give you some tips. There you go, guys. It's really not that hard to figure out a company culture. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. This was actually my 23rd podcast for 2022, and I'm wrapping it up for this year. So please share this if you know a friend or a co-worker who could benefit from my insight and tips. And if you like my podcast, simply follow me for more. I'd love to see you back here in 2022. 23 hashtag get hired 2023 is going to be my slogan join me again every thursday here on mr career tick podcast or check my youtube channel for more on the topic of job hunting career changing and anything in between If you use some or all of what I've explained and if you've taken some notes, then this should be for you to figure out if the company, its people and its culture is the right fit for you and if you can see yourself there in the long term. Whatever you do, stay safe, hunt wisely and remember to tick all the right boxes. (music) 